Out on where? What is it? What's the line? I don't know what the line is. You haven't told me yet. Anywhere. I don't care. What? It's it's uh. I don't care anymore. See, it's hard because I've never listened to many of Phil Collins' songs. I only know a couple of them, like the... You know the one. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, you always know, always know. And then I know his stuff from Tarzan, but I've never known really, like... Is there a gain on this thing? Turn it. It's already all the way down. Yeah, no, this thing's super sensitive. Wow, okay. So, um... But I've never in here. But I don't know if it's Phil Collins unless I hear his voice. Because his voice is so distinct. It is that voice. It is the Phil Collins voice, yeah. He's got that um, Phil Collins voice, that unique, undeniable uniqueness that you can always see no matter what. And you can tell when it's not there. His voice will be in my heart. Yes. No matter Wait, what they say. No matter what they say. From this day on. Absolutely. Now. And forever. And But... You know, the interesting thing about Phil Collins is that he's so unique, you can always tell when it's him. Just like other people. Just like certain directors. Yeah. Just like... Christopher Nolan has been a Tenet is fan. Tenet looks amazing. It does look amazing. It does, yeah. But that's not where we're actually here, Joseph. You were getting to a point. I'm getting to a point with my smooth segueing skills. It yes, is. you are. You were getting to it. Hmm. Mm. Excuse sip, me. Sip, sip, doodly doo. Sip, sip, That's from Jake and Josh. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah. There's Snyder Cut, guys. It's happening. It's here. It's, it's happening. It's actually... Keep calm. Everybody, just chill out. It is actually happening. It's and real. And I knew it was real the whole time. I'm, I knew people's people hated on it. They blasphemed the idea of it existing. They said it was going to be trash. All of it's going to be false. Well, they said that about the Justice League, but what did they say well, about the Snyder Cut? <laughs> the Justice know, League no, was trash. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, for those who may not know, I keep looking at the audio as if it's... This is distracting me. I'm sorry. <laughs> for those of you who don't know... Or may know or want to know more, Joseph. What is the Snyder Cut, and why is it so important? The Snyder Cut is so context. Justice League was a film that came out a couple years ago. Yes, I mean, I'll run through a really quick TLDR. Um, and Endgame made more money in about a day than it did in its entire tenure in theaters. Yeah, because the thing is, Justice League was originally supposed to be directed by Snyder, um, and it got. He was doing whatever, and a very tragic um, thing happened. Uh, his daughter died from suicide, and uh, real absolute tragedy, all that. And from that, of course, he needed to step down to deal with personal, um, with personal family life and all of that. But Warner Brothers, uh, the wonderful, caring company that they are, took the opportunity to take a tragedy... And absolutely use it to twist the movie to what they wanted. And so they hired Joss Whedon, who is not a bad director. I didn't know this. So, yeah, so Joss, so, you know, I mean, you know, I'm filling in blanks. But the thing is, Warner Brothers, once once that happened, they needed to replace, they needed somebody to finish the movie, quote unquote. Um, because it wasn't finished completely. So they hired Joss Whedon. They didn't know how good that finishing movies Ron Howard was though. <laughs> yeah, right. So they they did they went with Joss Whedon again. Joss Whedon, 
again, as Joseph was saying, not a terrible director. Done but quite a bit of Marvel stuff, guys. The issue is, Warner Brothers knew what they wanted. They wanted a Marvel. And they knew that they knew that Joss Whedon is how he is. The thing is, you couldn't have two directors in my head that just have such wildly different views, methodology, like everything. Just they're so different. Well, it's not just that; it's directorial style. It's directorial feel. Yes, that's if if you started a Wes Anderson movie with Wes Anderson directing, and then Wes Anderson left the film halfway through and brought in another person, it would be absolute garbage because there's no one like Wes Anderson. Right. He is brilliant, and he but he has a style. And Zack Snyder has a style too. There's a reason that when you watch 300 and The Watchmen and every other movie that he's made, it all looks the same. One, because he's consistent. Two, because he likes. He's got. He's style. he's got the grit. He's got the, he's got the style, and that's him. Yes. And when you take something like that out and try to replace it with something else, but morph it into what was there before, doesn't work. Doesn't work. So Joss Whedon. <laughs> I love Joss Whedon. He like he this. really became a very not as good person in my mind when he worked on Justice League. And it's pro- it's not all his fault. Because Warner Brothers was really the real villain behind this. Yeah. They pressured a lot of the changes. They put a very strict in time on the movie. They put all sorts of expectations. They were the very they were really the very poorly CGI'd Steppenwolf. Yes. Instead of the really poorly they were CGI'd they were the, they were really the very poorly CGI'd upper lip of Henry Cavill. Um you know what? Leave the mustache on the guy. Henry Cavill looks good. <laughs> he looks great with a mustache. With a mustache. <laughs> Mission Impossible 6 Fallout confirms this. Mm-hmm. That's why I say The mustache fits the man. No, it does. Let it be It there. really does. Who says Superman can't grow a facial yeah. hair? <laughs> it's all he grows in, in his comatose state, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, he grows he's dead. Yeah. But, but the thing is, it wasn't just Whedon. Whedon did all these things. He added strange color choices. He added really awkward pratfall sexist humor. He added weird things. And then they took it a step further. Originally, um, the composers of the film were going to be like uh, um, Junkie XL and uh, Hans Zimmer, as you know, working with Snyder before. Yeah. Um, did the wonderful, absolutely immaculate scores for for Batman v Superman. Um, Justice League instead got scored by Danny Elfman, who again has a very like well established, well known. He did the Batman score back in the day. He did Spider Man, Tobey Maguire Spider Man. You know, his very his, iconic. His variety is about as wide as Hans Zimmer's. Hans Zimmer has done so many different things. They're very different styles. Danny Elfman's scores are very generic, but everything he's done has been a success. And that's where I think you see the the styles. One, he's really pretentious, as it turns out, as a person. As a person, Danny Elfman. Yeah, as it turns that. out, I can see that. But it what happened is that kind of ran ran over to where um, he straight up brought back his Batman theme. In Justice League as the definitive Batman theme because he felt like he owned the Batman theme. He he his entire orchestration <laughs> was very where where Zimmer and Junkie were relied on like these deep, bassy, powerful drums and bass and like 
Elfman's, which is consistent with him, but not at all with the tone of DCEU. It was, it's strings, it's high pitched. You could hear these, you know, it worked best with like The Flash, for example, because he already has that kind of like, you know, arpeggios and stuff. But it was this strange thing to hear certain notes, like hear certain like Wonder Woman's theme and so on, but done in like this weirdly vacant sounding instrumentation when compared to the beefy drums and pounding of of what was yeah no i i think of batman i think of the the french horns and the yeah and he and the, and the, and the well the interesting thing is that original da, 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 that is elfman that he has the capability to go lower but he there was just so many little differences and then large scale differences between the composer changing and the director changing the movie feels rushed the movie feels in the movie is incomplete it's rushed and it's very clearly a a a tear like a surgery gone wrong it really is yeah it's um and one thing too i haven't really looked for it i do i will come out and say i like the justice league movie Mm -hmm. i enjoy it i when i even though I do, con- like, I'm a film connoisseur, I love movies, I like old movies, I like new movies, I just like seeing movies. Yeah. I try to go in and enjoy something about each movie, and there's only a couple movies I've ever seen where I can't enjoy at least something about it. Right. The characters in the cast in the Justice League, no matter how atrocious the rest of it turned out, mm-hmm. the cast and the characters, casting is- loved it. The cast was, I like the cast maybe even a little better than the casts of... Marvel just because it was quips and it was relationships that we had seen so much. This mm-hmm. Justice League, it was new, it was fresh, it was different. And like every character I liked. And honestly, we haven't seen a lot of some characters like Cyborg, like The Flash. Um, you know, we've seen more of Wonder Woman, fantastic performance by Gal Gadot. And then we've seen a lot of, or maybe not as. Not as much as Wonder Woman, but we've seen a good amount of um, Aquaman as well with um, uh, yes. Jason Momoa. Again, a great cast. So, like, again, guess who who did the casting? Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. And you have, <laughs> of course, a great, great Alfred and Jeremy Irons, who we did not see enough of, and probably because of Warner Brothers. Um, but like, again, the cast is really, really good for these movies. So mm-hmm. the strength of the movie when there is strength, is in its characters. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely in its characters. And that, I say, is the only thing about this movie that really kind of leveled with Marvel was you got yourself a solid freaking cast. And at least if there's no chemistry in the movie itself, the characters, when they're together, it is sublime. It's amazing. They, and I, I did love that about the movie. And so you say that, but then what, what brings this all around, again, to the happiness of, what, of the Snyder Cut, exist you know i already knew it existed but being published a year from now they're adding i think it was ballparks like 20 30 million uh to, uh, to a budget to kind of finish it out finish the post-production oh, so they're gonna do some more filming or uh, not it it's post? it's uh, for post-production okay, so on. Gotcha. i think they might be adding some um lines and stuff but i don't believe they're doing reshoots um yeah but so you know finishing it out all the characters and stuff you mentioned Cyborg being yeah. somebody that we didn't really get to see. Cyborg actually had a much larger arc in the original plans. 
um, a lot of his art got cut in the original Justice League. So things like Cyborg are going to get the love they should have had. I, I like I liked him. I, I'd really never seen him in many things, the actor. Yeah, Ray Fisher. No, he, like, I believe he was more of a uh, Broadway actor. Maybe. Originally. Um, but he he's phenomenal in the movie. He is He's really, really good. And Ezra Miller already has under his belt a very impressive Hollywood resume. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very... I think he's right up there with the younger actors of our generation. Guys like Rami Malek. Um he's right up there with like up and coming they're already there they just need the parts kind of right thing. right, right. miller's definitely there and plays like a wonderful flash again so like as you were saying man we missed a lot of like some great characters and it made some characters honestly again the movie i'm not saying it makes the characters look bad but like i didn't enjoy much anything from superman and that in, was the end of the justice league man of steel freaking love that movie it's a mm-hmm. phenomenal movie i like batman versus superman i like superman and that like henry cavill is in my opinion the best superman oh. that can the superman that can only come close to just because he was the first superman like christopher reeve well I, yeah he wasn't the first but he was the okay, yeah, yeah, yeah the definitive superman but like manny is such a good superman the fact and, that cavill could create that he worked with Snyder and was able to be Superman so strongly despite not having the same, like, to be able to exude some of the same, the same honesty and the same kind of straightforwardness whilst also having the full layered of an actual developed character is yeah. so powerful. No, it's it really was great. And, the, and you really mm-hmm. see that unfold in Man of Steel. You see it unfold a little bit more in, in Batman, Batman vs. Superman, which you should only watch the extended cut of because the theatrical cut because of Warner Brothers is kind of crap. And um, I, I, I really enjoy both, but the, the extended is the definitive way the to sti- watch. The extended is really freaking it's good. It's so good. It, the world but, of difference. But to get into with Justice League... Sorry about that. Yeah, no, you're fine. We're, to, we, yeah. we will always write with Charles. Yeah. Um, the thing with Justice League is that the... Superman, just the way he is, was very much not Snyder. It, um, again, was Ray Whedon. And you can tell because he is suddenly goes from the Superman we've seen from Cavill to this overly, to, to becoming the, the plot mechanic. And be not just becoming the plot mechanic of like, hi, I'm here, everything wins, but also... His demeanor, everything about him became like this weird, as if they looked at Christopher Reeves from a, in like a telescope and said, we want this, this rose colored glasses version of what we've pictured for decades. And I love Christopher Reeves performance as Superman. Wonderful, wonderful thing. Yeah. But it's not. It's a different era. It's a different no. everything. And this Superman isn't the exact same. He has the same qualities. He has the same yeah, desires, and, but he's developed in full. And one thing that Superman, Henry Cavill's Superman has never done is when he's he, when he's when he is fighting mm-hmm. uh, like a bad guy or whatever, he's not going to have these like 
Iron Man-esque quips, right? And Tony Stark is the best quip superhero out there. Like, <laughs> There's a line in Justice League, and the more I think about it, the more it bothers me. Superman goes, is this guy still bothering you? And then punches, <laughs> like, punches Steppenwolf in the face. And I'm like, I'm thinking about it now, and it's like, that would... That would never have been a man. In in Man of Steel, he wasn't looking at Zod going, Zod. <laughs> the only you know, like whips like, he had weren't even quips. They were actual line. They were actual like he you know a Man of Steel. Yeah, is when my one of my favorite moments is when he does have a little like one liner, but it's not a one liner. It's him smacking the crap out of Zod, going, "Don't touch my mother." <laughs> Yeah, that's not a one liner. But that's him being awesome. That is him being awesome. And there's an, there's another one too where and it's again it's not even really a quip as it is just him going like, really, right, I, dude? I'm American. He's just like you know you're an alien. He's like, I was born in Kansas, General. Right. It's as American as they come. And yeah. it's just like that's something he would say. It fits. It fits. Everything about everything about what you saw in the original was very tacked on and very. You could see that in other characters' dialogue too. I mean, some very awkward attempts at humor between um, Lois and Martha, and like some some just stuff like that. And even little things like scenes that had the chance to be really good. Um, Superman's reunite re, reunion—that's the word. Reunite. Um, <laughs> reunite. That's the new word. Um, <laughs> reunion with Lois. Wonderful, like in the in the cornfields, whatever of Kansas. And but then again, the precedent of like cutting time and so on. It just cuts the scene. Or I'm sorry, it might have been Martha. It's been so long since I watched that film because it's it's, it's the Frankenstein's monster. Um, but <laughs> it cuts right as the scene's getting good, and yeah. they have this moment where you could sit and like appreciate the reunion of these two people that care about each other so much. It just stops and it moves straight to the next action, whatever. Like yeah, it, it, it just paced so poorly. Yeah, and, and and again, that's like, you know, that probably is due to again, you've got characters that Snyder has invested time into that now he is not able to invest his time into, and Warner Brothers being as god awful as they were in this process, going, uh, sorry, we don't have time, and. Honestly, I'll say this again. One of the things I look at, you cannot judge a movie on its budget. You can judge this movie on its budget. <laughs> this is a $300 million movie, guys. That is expensive. Those are Marvel numbers. Mm-hmm. So they got that down. Mm-hmm. This movie made okay, $300 million. It, it made six and a half, six hundred and sixty yeah, million. Yeah. Avengers Endgame made a billion in a weekend. Okay? So when I literally said at the beginning of this podcast, Avengers Endgame made more in a day probably than this movie made its entire tenure in theaters, I was not joking. No, absolutely That's legit. There is a, and there's a reason. And so it kind of comes back to bite them in the butt a little bit. And I think, again, I don't know, did Warner Brothers sanction the creation of this, or the release of this Snyder Cut? So... People, so that's the thing, is this, the the cry for the Snyder Cut essentially happened the day after Justice League came out. Um, because, that's not good. That's no, not a that's good not thing. good. But it's, the thing is, all, 
the people that appreciated the previous movies, you know, they were very divisive, but if you notice, also profitable because the people that loved them loved them. Um, movies, like, we instantly could, you could tell it was nothing about it was right. And over, it's been three years, I believe, since um, Snyder had to step down. Um, it's been around there. So it's been like probably two and a half years or so since yeah. the movie came out. And ever since then, Snyder's fan base has regularly, consistently not given up. And Ben said, this is not the vision that this director had. This is not what, you know, we, we want to have the person we enjoy watching, you know, mm-hmm. his art. We want to have him be able to express that art. And we want to be able yeah. to see that and see the continuation. No one who does movies like Snyder, man. It's, yeah. It really is. It's a different kind of style, but it's like, it's one of those things. It's one of those styles you look at and you're like, it's cool. That's so freaking cool. And like... And that's just the looking, the visual aspect. Honestly, yeah. Like, I, I, The Watchmen is not the most put together puzzle either. But it's a freaking cool looking It's movie. a cool looking... And it's the other... And it touches on the other side of Snyder's great work in that he's a very philosophical filmmaker. Yeah. He poses these questions and he doesn't just do it to like do it. The... The follow through of how the characters deal with their things is very telling about themselves. It's why Batman v Superman is so strong. Oh, yeah. Because the philosophy, it's V, not versus, because it's the philosophy of Superman versus Batman all put together by the philosophy of Lex. Who is Jesse Eisenberg's performance is just. You know, I'm going to, you know, be gushy about that because I love Lex, but. His performance is so awesome. That movie. He's my favorite character in Batman vs. Oh, so Je- Jesse Eisenberg's Luke's Lex Luthor is. It's amazing. I'm sorry, Kevin Spacey. You, <laughs> you weren't hitting on much. Like you, you, know, really you, can't you follow did up you that. you did you, but you, you can't follow up after uh, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. Uh, and I and I you know he again was a very divisive part because it was a unique take, but I it was a perfect take and yeah. very perfect for the modern yeah. age. I think we're seeing more and more actually as. Time has gone on. We have seen the take look more and more accurate as we see the Elon Musks of the world. And they're, <laughs> yeah. you know, have like where some people I think thought it was weird and inconsistent to have Lex, you know, this brilliant genius, whatever, be kind of all over the place mentally and how, you know, have to kind of coordinate his thoughts and so on in his head. It's, we're seeing like, no, that that's actually how brains overworking brains like that work and it's when writing is good for a character too because there's some things that jesse eisenberg says as lex luther and batman vs super that make you go some of the best lines what i mean like it's absolutely so again batman vs superman as there are some things that i know people didn't like about that movie comparing it to justice league you can you see more of what snyder Maybe more of what the Snyder Cut will be. Yes, and, for Justice and, League. And the other interesting thing about the Snyder Cut, the unfortunate truth is that the odds that we ever get the full story that Snyder wanted to tell is right. next to impossible. Yeah, because I mean, Snyder originally had a um, five-part series yeah. in his mind. Did Justice League was it, going. Justice League was the third entry in five parts. Man of Steel, Batman, Superman, Justice League, yeah, and then the other two, um, 
he did even before filming Justice League. Some of those hopes were denied by Warner Brothers and all of that. Um, in making like Justice League was originally going to be a two-parter, as I recall. Um, yes, it was. So obviously, he already knew that much going into it. So it's it's very unfortunate to know going into it that that's not going to happen. But to at least allow him after years of being kind of of being snubbed by a large population of you know fandom of of critics and so on that have been reveling in being able to say this isn't real this isn't a thing you're just trying to beg for attention or whatever you know this after years of that to be able to go out and say we've got it we've sealed the deal i'm excited it's it is not just monumental for you know, Snyder fans or whatever, it is monumental in filmmaking in general Yeah, to no. be able to say the power of like a positive fandom to work and give fight for the creator to be able to give the vision he wanted after such yeah. a mess up. Like, it's so cool. Yeah, no, it's, um, I'm excited for him too, man. I think he deserves this. You know, the guy's been through a lot and he is, you, you look at like your filmmakers of the day, your big, your big boys you've got your Wes Anderson's who is basically in his own Hollywood by himself <laughs> I love that guy you got your Wes Anderson's you got your Christopher Nolan's you know um, and you've got your like your Taika Waititi's and you've got your Alejandro Iñárritu's mm-hmm. and just showing off you can pronounce names now right? yes I can <laughs> that, that's the only thing I've taken away from Spanish it's how to pronounce his name properly Iñárritu no it's Iñárritu <laughs> So, <laughs> most Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I still got that accent down too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, um, who, if you don't know, Alejandro Iñárritu made Birdman and stuff like the freaking Revenant. Um, beautiful pieces of filmmaking. That's the title, by the way. The freaking Revenant. The freaking Revenant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, but um, again, those. If you ever have those conversations, please include Zack Snyder mm. in there because. I think he, because of stuff like this, has not gotten the credit that he really deserves. Absolutely. Because I think he's like... Michael Bay, don't get me wrong. Michael Bay, okay, he's known... There's literally memes about him just like blowing up stuff in his movies, right? Like there's the type... There's that video, a great video on YouTube, the Titanic directed by Michael Bay. And it's like the chair falling over that explodes. The person falls in the water, explodes. He is a visionary, okay? Because mm. you can't create something like Transformers without being a visionary. That's fair. Yeah. Zack Snyder is also a visionary, mm-hmm. but he's like Michael Bay if Michael Bay was like an artist. <laughs> that sounds real. I'm not ro- trying no, to roast I Michael understand Bay. what you're saying. You understand though. where I'm coming from, but it's just like if Michael Bay, Michael Bay's films, again, they're like, it, 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 again, it's like, it's a they lot are of designed to They are designed to appease and appeal. They are. There's no really like artistic art form about them, so they're kind of flat. Again, his movies actually are paced very well. Mm. Okay, um, you know, you think of movies. He didn't just do Transformers. He did you know great war films like Thirteen Hours, which it's is true. It's true. Fantastic movie, paced very well. But there's they're kind of flat as far as like artistic style goes. It's really just like it is a blockbuster movie. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder has a little. He's got some artistic, not sprinkles, but He's got artistic layer of it's layers of, there. layers it's, of really frosting is. on this yeah. thing, and like, man, he de- he deserves his shot, and I, I really 
Like, I love his movies. I, you know what? If 300 isn't one of the coolest freaking movies ever made, I don't know what is. Right. But he, no, des- but he deserves this. I really think I, he I does. do agree. And I think to, to kind of think of like maybe a way to kind of bow the con- uh, bow. tie a bow on the conversation, um, the interesting thing to see is now other now that this has happened yeah we're seeing the fandoms look for directors that haven't had their vision told even you know um a big one being tied to snyder um david Iyer has been kind of tweeting out a little bit um about suicide squad saying hey obviously it's not Snyder situation, but release the Iron Cut? Like, because he had scenes that were cut. He had things, a lot of restrictions put on him by Warner Brothers that have come out after the fact. I'm just gonna say this. I don't want good cut, bad cut, perfect cut, haircut. I don't mm-hmm. care what kind of cut it is. Mm-hmm. I don't want any more Suicide Squad. I'm I had sorry, enough. man. I, I love, had enough. I, I know love you do. I know you do. Squad. I know you do. And that's the only thing we... Like, if ever we are to I use know. the word clash. Right. That's the only thing. Mm. I like two characters in the entire movie. <laughs> Which ones? I love Will Smith as Deadshot because yes. he's incredible. Absolutely amazing. I like Jai Courtney... Uh-huh. For Captain Boomerang. Uh-huh. And I am somewhat okay with Harley Quinn because she has some depth. Uh-huh. She's not like the guy in the beginning of the film who goes like, I'm going to escape now. And then gets Slipknot. his head blown off. Everybody's favorite character. And then, like, and, then, uh, and then Killer Croc who just goes, he, he's not ripped or shredded. He just looks like... He's just a mass of scales. He just looks... <laughs> and he has like saggy man boobs and stuff. like, And he's just like... I'm gonna go swimming in the sewers <laughs> and then gets halfway drowned by a bunch of stupid soldiers. Oh, man. This movie but, makes me laugh, okay. guys. So I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of blow your mind though. I didn't mean to rat on that no, for no, just no. a second. It's just you said something about it and mm-hmm. I was like, I gotta come out. I'm gonna blow your mind though. The original vision of Suicide Squad, which isn't what would be released here. Yeah. Sorry. Those formless blobs that were their yeah. enemies were parademons. Ah, see that the villain. Sense. The villain was Steppenwolf, all the way back then. Originally, the vision for the universe was that that was Steppenwolf with the mother dog. That's how much was planned that Warner Brothers changed. Okay, see, see that would make sense, and I would love that. But right. having them just go like, and, and like literally, that's I keep laughing because there is that scene where the killer croc just like, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Yeah, and then he dives into the sewer and gets drowned by a bunch of soldiers who have bubble heads. Right, it's just so... no. Oh, there's a lot that could be improved. Oh, but I, I love the characters in there, and I think we see we also um some of the big things that Iyer is referencing is mainly how much of Joker got cut. Yeah, uh, people true. obviously have very mixed takes on Leto's Joker, but I think he is a Joker that the more screen time you give him, the more you get it uh you know know, there's some great shots he's shown that i would love to see in the actual film i will say his joker can be as good as he wants it to be but kind of after joaquin phoenix's performance in joker oh they're totally totally different they are they are different it's just my thing is like i and i think what you're 
I think there was so much when there was Joker stuff in Suicide Squad, it was heavy Joker, but there wasn't it's enough tasty. moments like that. Yeah. So him sitting, him, the guys coming into the room and going, "We know where they're going. We found them." Mm-hmm. And him going, "Oh, oh right, 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 right." In a in a circle of knives and guns, I at that point I was just like. I want to blow. I, I want to do something to myself with one of these things that you're surrounding yourself. Like I, this is, this is. It's just the like issue it's so is that over the. Mm, it's what so happens rushed. is that Gosh. what happens is that you get dropped in the middle of it, and you don't get to get enough of him for it to feel for you to feel justified with how he is. Yeah. Um, personally, I, I, I again, I enjoy unique takes on things. You know, and like that's. That's man, you know, yeah. That's all you, and that's no problem. Like, but but no, and I totally get why it's not for everyone. But I would, but what I'm getting at more with all this is to say that directors like him, I've even seen the to kind of poke at Disney. I've seen release the Abrams cut for nine because he had issues put on him by Disney too. Um, why don't we release the Abrams like, cut for eight? Let's just start that <laughs> one over again. I mean, you know, um, I, I won't say anything about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's another. Because I agree, but uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, but no, I uh, Johnson, I have come to peace with a lot of the things he's done, but you know, it's fine. Uh, but man can make a good looking film, make a great everything film. about everything, everything about everything about, about episode mm-hmm. eight. It is probably the most visually pleasing it Star is, Wars movie. I I give it that absolutely. I, I, I absolutely would. Just again, it doesn't fit in that universe. We have talked about this we before. About we it. can talk about this later. Absolutely. But I think it all goes to say, Joseph, that... Um, and it's something else to add, and I might mention it in a couple minutes. But it all goes to say that trust your directors. Give them yes. their time. Give them their space. Because when Disney does that to someone like, say, the Russo brothers, mm-hmm. the result we get is the biggest movie ever made and the biggest 10-year movie saga probably ever produced aside from Star Wars. Right. So you 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 trust your directors. You let them do their work. You let them fulfill their visions because if Zack Snyder comes to me and goes, I want to make a movie for you, I'm going to go, right, take it. I'll pay you later. Take it, make my movie. And here the is money where... is yours. You're going to do a great job with it because it's Zack freaking Snyder. And here's where there's the two parts to this. One is trust your directors. And two is keep a consistent vision. Absolutely. Because what's happened, what happened was not only, you know, they... Which you get through trusting a director. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but the issue with, like, with this was that, you know, they took what Snyder's doing and threw it to Whedon with a different vision. I think what you see with episode eight is that Johnson is, in his own way, a very good director. And he Absolutely. did a lot of great things, but he had a different vision than mm-hmm. what Abrams I've, I've I have friends that will debate on that all day but he simply took Star Wars in a different vision than it was going to be taken and you can't do that when it's the eighth movie in a series right <laughs> right and if <laughs> if in the Harry Potter movies Deathly Hallows part one took a completely different turn the previous six or seven. And then, wait, no, I'm messing my numbers up. But you get what I'm saying, right? Like, that is a series that had to stay uniform with itself. Mm-hmm. Star Wars is the same way. You can't get to the eighth movie and go, we're changing things up, y'all. Right. And so, and again, I think that's where, you know, in a case of 
the unfortunate the series of unfortunate events on every single side that was the production of Justice League. And mm-hmm. I think really it all comes down to it is on Warner Brothers. Absolutely. It is it this is totally on them. Um to it not to least one of the things, Lord, at least make your bad guy look real and not like an animated JPEG. And the other thing, Steppenwolf. okay, Steppenwolf also again, why does he look like that? There's some there's some pictures, there's some um, clips of the design of Steppenwolf. And it doesn't look very good because it's very unfinished, but he's thicker. He looks more animalistic. He's he's got his everything about him is a little, a little bit chunkier, like he's a big boy. He's not this he you know, he's he just has a different look. They changed his aesthetic at the last minute, which resulted in it looking sloppy. He's definitely a devastating and very like very frightening villain mm-hmm. but i with my parents i watched avengers infinity war last night and dang i gotta take my glasses off for this if thanos is not thanos looks better than some of the freaking humans it's that are crazy. actually in infinity war that's it's there's crazy, a, yeah. when thanos like there's a moment when thanos turns his neck you can see the pores of his skin and some wrinkles in his neck as he turns his neck. When Steppenwolf is just like, if you made a model out of tinfoil and gave it an axe, right? Like, that's what he looks like. Mm. When Thanos looks like you can walk up and shake the guy's hand. So real. Yeah. But that's, yeah. When you, that's what happens when you, first of all, you're Disney. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. And you're the Russo brothers. But that's what you do when that relationship works. When you trust each other. Mm. Disney... Disney was like, you guys have blown us the freak away. You take this yeah. because we trust you guys. And look what freaking happens. Yeah. So I wonder, you know, seeing the Snyder Cut, which does come out in 2021, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, seeing it, man, we might get a little taste of what what could have been. And it, what's what interesting to me is like, there does, to me, the one thing, if I was going to put limitations on myself to expect is... I I don't know how at what level of detail we'll be able to get some of the you know because it's not like they're adding a full movie budget no, no, they're no, adding no, no. thirty you know thirty million bucks into the pot to finish yeah. it out um, that could make about so, twenty six what will we do in the shadows anyway right well yeah but but <laughs> the the thing is like it's all post production so yeah. if they're able to finish out again the graphics and stuff is kind of the biggest where that's going to go it's the question of simply are you able to throw enough money in the pot to get a good a good enough level there i think it i i really hope it will be enough because that's something that is a little bit beyond the director yeah Um, but the vision the the art the by art i mean like the cinematography the all that are things that you can that are the director the the coloring again the weird like the weirdly red finale was not weirdly red you could even see in the early ads it was not that color as i recall like it's so many things about the film that just were utterly ripped apart and transplanted and destroyed yeah and so it will be a fascinating to see thing to see a year from now on HBO Max when it comes. I, I will definitely support HBO Max for doing it. Specifically for doing it. For sure. I mean, like, I I will... We 
I guarantee you we'll watch this do oh, a totally. podcast on it. And yeah, totally, yeah. totally. In fact, that group of uh, I have a group of friends that we all kind of met each other online through enjoying these films, and so we're awesome. gonna we're gonna have a watch party. We're gonna That's so like cool. we're gonna get together, states apart. It's gonna be a great time. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, man. And so I'm I'm really excited to see when it comes, yeah. and I think it sets a great precedent for the future of being able to let these filmmakers make their visions. I know, and I think it. I'm really hoping it turns out okay. Yeah. Um, but as you said, you know, like this, maybe this is a bit of a wake up call. First of all, you know, Marvel making a good billion dollars in the weekend, that's enough of a wake up call to me to go, man, that's what we were trying to do. Why couldn't we achieve that? Mm-hmm. Well, let me think. <laughs> right? So, like, maybe this is a wake up call. Yeah. Maybe this, maybe this is, and I'm ready to see like a fresh take. I'm ready to see something different. And I think that's, uh, exactly what we're gonna get, Joseph. What can everybody expect to get from us pretty soon? Pretty soon. Well, we've got our podcasts are in a new place. You can go to Anchor, well, or you can go to Spotify. Um, there's a lot of places now. Yeah. So we're right. not particularly big on Spotify. So the, okay. Yeah. So the best thing to do. Anchor. 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 And from there, you can choose which platform to listen on. The link is in our Instagram bio, bio, and you will find it is amazing because you get to listen to us without seeing our dumb faces. And honestly, there's not much better than that. (laughs) (laughs) Any chance you have to remove this is worth it. But if you don't want to remove it, if you go to bit.ly slash j equals j that is our youtube channel page and that's where you're probably watching this video right now that link used to be in our bio but since we're going to anchor i moved anchor to our bio but the youtube the the youtube link is much shorter much easier to remember Uh, it's a bitly link they're great for making short urls so bit B-I-T dot L-Y slash J, the word equals J. You'll see that graphic right somewhere right in Ooh. this screen area. Bit dot L-Y slash J equals J. That is our YouTube channel, and we're going to be producing more stuff. It just uh, occurred to me, you, you can't show the graphic to audio users. And that's so you're true. just showing the graphic to people that are already here. That's true. And I'm for it. Yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah, bit dot L-Y slash J equals J for our audio listeners don't forget to go check us out on instagram as well thank you for listening in slash watching in and uh some stuff to look out for uh there's a bunch of news running around about mandalorian season two right now Mm -hmm. and so um we're probably going to hit that shortly but uh thanks for watching and listening in as well joseph as always sir it's been a pleasure and it's good to be back it's good to be back first time we've been able to do an in-person recording for for a long time yeah man Stay beautiful, y'all. Stay safe. Keep keep the masks on, and but support your local small business. Support your local small businesses safely. Yes, (laughs) precisely. Yeah. Bye. Bye.